Literally. Harvard. Don't talk to me if you're in investment banking. Don't talk to me if you went to Yale. Unless you want to Venmo me. I'm at Christina-Archer. <laughs> I'm Sarah Kelly 12. Venmo me $5 for an investment banker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. $500. Um, anyway. <laughs> but they have really good... listeners i think they're doing well um first of all i think you might have noticed these bitches got a new microphone we are moving up in the world are we maybe probably i'd say so i love it the fact that we can can make full eye contact i know is really crazy we're sitting really close to each other Uh, it's because we only bought one new mic yeah we're not that that high up in the world yeah we just got one mic so we're sitting with it between us kind of if the government ever reopens and i get my tax refund who knows maybe we'll get a second mic who knows maybe who knows Probably not. Nope. We're probably going to be doing this with direct eye pay. contact yeah. for a while. Yes. So we're sitting really close to each other and looking directly into each other's eyes, which mm-hmm. I love. Mm-hmm. I love agree. it. Love I love it, it too. <laughs> so what um, What did we watch this week? Um, we watched Set It Up on Netflix. And my verdict is I loved it. So good. Loved it. There's one major drawback. Mm-hmm. And that is. Sports. They put Lucy Liu in a movie, and they didn't <laughs> give her as much screen time as she deserves. That is literally so true. She right? is the most beautiful person on this she planet. She deserved, like, 50% more screen time. Yeah. They gave Pete Davidson almost as much screen time as Lucy Liu. <laughs> I love Pete Davidson, though. Uh, yeah. He's funny as shit. He I love so him funny. so much. I also love him playing a gay, a gay man. A gay elementary school yes. teacher. <laughs> I love it. I just, I find what him hilarious. What weird casting. When he's like, somebody say Boner City. I love it there. <laughs> I'm like, I get you. Also, Titus. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and he's like, people, what is it? People call, people call me Creepy Tim. I love it. <laughs> I feel like I am Creepy Tim. I relate a lot to him on a lot of levels. It was so good. So good. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. All right. Oh, wait. (laughs) What podcast? Oh, oh, that would probably help for people to know. Well, uh, well, we're back and welcome to 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 All all the the Rom-Coms We've Loved loved before. Before. I'm Sarah Kelly. And I'm Christina Archer. And we're talking about Set It Up this week. Yes, we fucking are. Zoe Deutsch. Glenn Powell. Mm, he looks like a Glenn. He does. He really he? does. You know who he reminds me of? Is did you ever watch Workaholics? Yeah. He reminds me of Durs in Workaholics. Wait, you're gonna have to describe their faces. I never. The tall guy, the tallest guy, the tall oh, nerd yeah, guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, I get that. He, looks, he was also on the Mindy Project. Yes. No, that's yeah. yeah. I was like, that's who I was thinking of. Oh, Glenn also. They got the Powell. same mouth. Yeah, right? It's they the both mouth. look it's like the, Norwegian. I think that's yeah, what it like is. It's like white guy mouth. Yeah. Um, Glenn Powell also is like the um, fiance in the Guernsey Literary Club and Potato Peel Society. Oh, I haven't watched that yet, but I read it. It's really it's such a good book. It's Well, the book was way better than the movie. And I always never, I never say that. Like really? ever. I'm always like, the book and the movie are both great. For equal reasons. always like, the buck was better because I'm a bitch. (laughs) I'm that type of person. I think it's just that I can, like, appreciate effort made into a movie. I get that. Yeah. I should should do that. (laughs) But I was such, like, a a literary bitch growing up. And Mm -hmm. I was like, the book is obviously so much better. (laughs) You know? Not my best quality. (laughs) It's not. You know, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing I have a lot of bad qualities. Yeah, but I think that's also everyone, you know? I think yeah. everyone has a lot of bad qualities. What? Glenn Powell has a soft chin. He does, which I don't like. We I could know, tell you would not be attracted to this guy. You know how much I like a jawline. Even though he was like, I, was he a lacrosse player or no? He, he, that was really funny. When, oh, she was, when she comes in and she's like, you can get another job. Come in with your lacrosse stick and your fraternity connections and get a promotion for no reason. I'm like, <laughs> 
know. Wow. She's like, a feminist. I was like, man, that girl, she's really speaking my language. Yeah. I really liked her, too. I found her very charming. She is charming. At the beginning, I was like, am I going to like you? And then, like, two seconds in, I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. I like her a lot. She's cute as hell. Also, this movie is extremely triggering in that it feels like every job I've had so far. Mm. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I feel this pain mm. so hard. I was an assistant for the last year and a half. Yeah. But my boss was nice. That's kind. Yeah. So I, it was very different. I just, but every it, job yeah. I've ever had, I've been th- like the lowest ranking uh, person. Definitely <laughs> I don't the know. lowest ranking. But, yes. But I've been pretty lucky. Like my bosses have all been like super um, kind and like invested in my. Do your bosses listen to this podcast? No. Oh, I thought you were just being nice. In no, case they no, listen. they literally do. <laughs> they literally have all been super nice. That's nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. It's been crazy. I mean, obviously not at the Emory Law Career Center, but someone I worked for from the Emory Law Career Center, amazing. That's great. hmm Yeah. Wow. Drama. Yeah, that is drama, Drim dram. Oh, man. Drim dram. Anyway. And what were we saying? Chins. Oh, he has a soft chin. Wait, who did the informal and the formal synopsis? We should get into talking. I have to do the informal. So you have to do the informal this time, and I will pull up the formal. Let's do it. So here's what happens and set it up. This girl, played by Zoe Deutsch. Zoe Deutsch? (laughs) Zoe Deutsch? Zoe Deutsch. Zoe Deutsch. Yeah. Trishish. Um, who's... Name in the movie is Harper, which is an extremely rom-com appropriate name. Cute. It's cute. And she is the personal assistant for Lucy Liu, who is Kirsten something. But she owns this, like, sports website, and she used to be this badass um, ESPN host. And she's, like, has this great career. But anyways, um, Harper is, like, her bitch and her personal assistant. And she does everything for her. And then in the same building is, what's his name? What's his name in this building? Glenn. Oh, nope. Glenn. Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, whose boss is, fuck, who's his boss? Is it? Uh... Rick. Rick, that makes sense. Oh, man. That was hard. Rick All I remember dick. is that his favorite restaurant is A Fiori. Yeah. Steak at the filet mignon. Yeah. Which is a scrub choice, honestly. And then his ex-wife's name is Kiki, mm. which means pussy in Tagalog. <laughs> which is incredibly important to the story. Yeah. Anyways, so um, Charlie is the personal assistant to Rick, who is like this big finance guy, huge fucking tool. Mm. Anyways. Likes to invest in things. Big tool. Yeah, right. In a very nice meet cute, Charlie and Harper meet, uh, have a scuffle over this lunch that's be- dinner that's being delivered to the office. Uh, ultimately, they split it, but um, that sets it up for their next meeting where they get drunk together after being held in the office with their bosses for so long. Mm-hmm. And, um... And then they kind of hatch this plan to Cyrano each other's bosses and have them fall in love and get laid so that, or just get laid at first so that it can be like, they'll be chill and their jobs and lives will get easier. And what happens? Okay, so then they put them, trap them together in an elevator. It goes horribly wrong. I love that scene. I hated it. I hated it so much, but that was why I loved it. Uh, Where in the elevator, this guy just, like, pees in the elevator. Uh, Anyways. Oh, God. Fast forward. Yeah. So they basically get them together. They kind of have this back and forth. Eventually sleep together. Eventually, like, fall in love with each other. And then they have their lives. And and then he kind of realizes his girlfriend sucks. And also, they realize that Rick is just sleeping with Kirsten to get back at his ex-wife, to which Harper comes clean and is like, we set you guys up. But then Harper gets fired. And then Harper goes into her writing career. God, there's so much that happens in this movie. I'm really not hitting all of it. Nope. It's okay. Um, it's just a synopsis. And um, 
what happens after that? Okay, basically he go uh Charlie goes after both of them their bosses and is like you're fucking fucking Kirsten over, you suck. And then what else happens? Jesus fucking Christ. Just keep it moving. Oh you my god. This. And then they they stop and then Harper and Charlie realize they've been in love this whole time and then they end up together and it's great. Very sweet. Okay. Whew. God. Yeah. That was a marathon. You did not do a great job. <laughs> I did not. I did not. There was so much I forgot. So much I missed. You know. They, at one point they go to a party with his friend. Zoe Deutsch is trying to be not single. Sue's is a girlfriend of yes. Charlie. Yep. We're just gonna. Um, God. <laughs> Watch the movie. We're Watch just, it. We're just gonna just gonna move on from that. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a super short synopsis. Yeah, that's good. That's probably two overworked and underpaid assistants come up with a plan to get their bosses off their backs by setting them up with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I think that's fine. That's good. Uh, we got we got the gist. We'll we'll. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give you this little film summary. Like, from Roger Ebert. Okay. That just kind of gives us a little bit extra. Extra, like, depth in reading. You know what I mean? So, set in the upper echelons of New York business, but focusing on a couple of overworked, stressed-out assistants, set it up as a rare romantic comedy that has its own distinctive look, rhythm, and storytelling voice. It builds its sense of... Builds its sensibility on deep knowledge of the romantic comedy from the apartment and it happened one night to the parent trap and Serrano de Bird. I can't, I can't say that. You know, who tricked their bosses into falling in love so that they can have a moment's peace. It's satisfying for the most part, a solid romantic comedy with sharp dialogue, amusing characters, a soundtrack of well worn feel good hits, and a few surprises up its sleeve. Its only major flaw is an inability to imagine the bosses as richly as the leads. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. So I think that's a We're good way to like describe it. this movie. For sure. Um, I'm going to read two of my favorite Letterboxd reviews right Perfect. now. Can't wait. Uh, the first one is from someone named Sophie Blackheart emoji. Um, three and a half stars, but she liked it. Uh, fine, straights. You win this time. <laughs> that's a good one. And then the next one, I think you're particularly going to love, it's um, someone named Izzy Kiwi Emoji. Mm-hmm. Fuck all of you for making it so that I can't look at Pete Davidson without thinking about his reportedly monster dick. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Right? We uh, all know it. It's BDE, man. It's BDE. BDE! I mean, he's got BDE, and then Ariana Grande was like, yeah, it's massive. Yeah. Um, this movie was directed by Claire Stan- Scan- Scanlon, um, which I think this is the only movie she's directed, but I think she used to direct The Office. Really? And I think she used to be a producer for Last Comic Standing. Cool. Yes. Well, this movie was definitely calm. Yeah. Sorry, I have to take off my sweater, so sorry for the noise, people. It's okay. Um, take it off! We're in a whole new world now that we have, like, a legitimate microphone. You can hear all kinds of things. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm surprised. You're surprised? I am. Ah, I am as well. <laughs> I'm wearing one headphone on, one headphone off. We're real podcasters now. I I'm wearing like a, a scarf. Yeah. It's, things are, things are wilding out. Yeah, they yeah. are. Um, so I'm going to go for some reviews. Love it. Uh, it got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty impressive, I would say, for a 2018 rom-com. That's what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm here for that. Yes. Here for it. Um, on Metacritic, only got a 62%, and on IMDb, 6.5 out of 10, which is pretty solid for a 2018 rom-com. Yeah. You know? I Obviously, agree. like, uh, to all the boys, I want it to have a 10 out of 10, because mm-hmm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would pos- I think I would give it more than that if I were rating on IMDb, but, you know. Yeah. And then Google users, 94% liked this movie, which I feel like is accurate. Yeah. It's, uh, and I got three out of four stars on Roger Ebert, which is very solid. I love it. Very solid. I love it. I, I think... really enjoyed this movie. What do we want to start with? I did as well. I think we should start with... Uga chemistry, maybe? 
I don't know. What do you want to start with? I want to start with these bosses. All right. Because I loved it, and I hated it. It's, like, the worst part about the movie, because it's, like, fuck these bosses, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's also the best part about this movie, because fuck these bosses, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. This whole movie felt really, like, familiar. Yeah, totally. But also very funny, and mainly how funny the lines were. I was going to say, I thought the dialogue was incredibly well written. Yeah. Like, just little quips. It was very quippy. Yes. Like, uh, when they realize they're, they do a high five and they realize they're going the same way on the subway. And he was like, that was a waste of a high five. Great. I was like, great line. Great line. When Pete I, Davidson is like, you haven't that? pooped at your girl's friend's house? You should have done that on the first date. Marked your territory. <laughs> yeah. I was like, real. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Pete Davidson had a lot of good lines. And he brings a lot of good charisma, I think. Much like you. Thanks. Much like you. He brings good charisma to the deal. Yeah, probably. And I really liked when he was like, just because I'm sitting here in the dark doesn't mean I have a guy over. Yeah. And then a guy comes out. <laughs> this time I did have mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's also interesting is that I really liked the best friends in this movie as well. Yeah, I also really liked uh, the girl best friend as well. Yeah, she was funny. She was great. They gave her great lines. I thought she had really good, um, I thought she had like a really nice way about her, mm-hmm. you know, like sort of her way of like moving through the world I thought mm-hmm. was very like interesting mm-hmm. and attractive. And like she she's not necessarily like super conventionally attractive, like she's pretty mm-hmm. but I don't know like there's something about her that's a little bit different I think which is nice to see in like you know a white blonde woman yeah so that, yeah. W- that was good she wasn't like you know a Cameron Diaz or like um I don't know some other basic white lady yeah who's like very very pretty you know I liked her and I thought she was funny and I liked uh her relationship with her self and with her fiance I also thought it was really weird and hilarious that they got engaged just, like, in her bedroom while her roommate came home. I love that. <laughs> I was like, you guys are weird. I love that. They were moving the plot along. And her, um, that girl, the girl, what's her face? Zoe Harper. Yeah, Harper. Her first reaction was, we're too young to get married. Yep, me. <laughs> no. Me to, like, everyone who is married in my life. <laughs> I know. I'm like, but, mm, no, we're not at that age yet, are we? Oh, my God. I saw... I don't know if this is maybe the most appropriate thing to say on this podcast, mm, but me. I'm going to say it anyways. I saw this, this ever like, been appropriate. I saw this wedding, like these wedding pictures from this girl I went to high school with, and this guy brought like a pocket knife to the ceremony, and I could see it like on his person. What? Because it was like... Clipped on the outside? I was like, yes, of his pants. Like, like a cell phone. Yes. In like the early 2000s. It was clipped on his pants and I was like, why did you, why did you bring a pocket knife to a wedding? What made him think like when he was getting ready, I need my wallet, I need my keys. I also need I my need knife. I need my pocket knife. In case- and I need to clip it on the outside of my pants for easy access in case I'm threatened. Exactly. You're going to a wedding. You're You're mm. grinding on some bridesmaids. Why do you need a (laughs) pocket knife? No one's cutting the cake with a pocket knife. It's a genuine question. I didn't understand that. You know, I didn't either. But anyways, yeah, I don't think that's, um, that's weddings for you. I feel like a baby. Oh, also, how old was she supposed to be compared to him? Because he was 28. She's 25. She's 25. Yeah. Okay. I loved that part when she was like, I just don't want to still be an assistant when I'm 28. That's really sad. And he was like, I'm 28. <laughs> she was like, that's really sad for you. <laughs> I was like, that's something I would say. <laughs> I would literally do that and be like, mm, that really sucks for you. God, that feels like me. So sorry. Me and my career, probably. Mm, I mean, I don't have a career. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably will still be an assistant at 28. So. It's all good. Peace and blessings, you know? Yeah, it just means you're going to fall in the love of your life and set up a romantic heist between your boss and their boss. Well, wouldn't that be nice? I yeah. Mean, all I've been asking for all this time is a rom-com. Yeah. yeah and featuring me. A meat cute that involves macaroni and cheese. I mean, what else would you want in a meat cute? Yeah, nothing. For me, the perfect meat cute is something food-related, always. Yeah. Duh. Um, any sort of spill. 
Mm. I love it. Uh, you know what Any sort of mess. Me? Food fight. Yeah, what? A food fight. Oh, yeah. you're nasty. What if it was? You're nasty. Just a food fight breaks food out. Food fight. I don't know. Any dirty can girl. Happen. It's 2019 Woo! and I'm full of possibilities. You really are. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I don't know. Also, the fact that personal assistants are like, these personal assistants are so concerned with being fired. I'm like... Mm. God damn it. This movie is so triggering. I know. God, it's like every Virgo personality ever. He's very stressed. They're like, oh my God, sweating for them. Yeah. Getting nervous. Oh my God. God, that was extremely painful to watch. But they also like both work in incredibly nice buildings. Or like building. Yeah. But areas, spaces. You yeah. Know? Like their desk areas and shit are amazing. But they probably also... I don't know. How much money do you think they're making? Probably, because she... I don't know. Lives in a decent place. Yeah, and in New York, right? Yeah, and he so does, like, too. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what a decent wage is. I don't either. We live in Atlanta. Yeah. Everything's different here. Everything is different here. There's no trains, just grass and trees. That was such an astute observation. And racism. And, yeah. 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 This is a bummer. When they were, like, maybe when they were, like, casting this role, I think it's interesting that they picked Lucy Liu for this. Because, like, when you think of, I don't know, a badass ESPN host that's also a woman, I just feel like that was an interesting choice. I respect it. I, I get it. it. And I love it. Mm. I just think that was kind of ballsy on their part. I think it was as well, but I think it was intentional. Yeah, because it would have been too vanilla of a movie if they didn't hire get Super vanilla. Tay Diggs. Super vanilla. Yeah. I mean, like, every other character, except for Suze. Yeah. Was, like, white as hell. That's true. Right? Suze was, like, mixed. Yeah. Suze is uh, Charlie's yeah. supermodel girlfriend whose relationship I did not understand well, in this movie. I don't either. They were, like, constantly on the verge of breaking up. I don't know who would ever want to just date a woman who wants to, like, not date him. I don't understand anything about their relationship. Yeah. Because, first of all, she's 23. Mm-hmm. And a model. And he's a chinless 28-year-old assistant. So it's like, how did this happen? How did this come about? Also, why did he have the confidence to go for that? And then why was she like, yes? Because later she says, you were my backup. Yeah. Which is funny. But that's not even a good backup, you know? I know. I was like, that feels like Because he doesn't have money and he doesn't have, I mean, it's not like, that, the looks, It's not really. that he's unattractive, but she's a model. Yeah. You would think now, although I, I have to say though, I feel like women so often like date below their look level. Yes, I know? agree with that. There's a lot All of women with ugly boyfriends. Yeah, All the time. And it's like, it's so confusing, but I guess it's just, a, you know, another symptom of the patriarchy. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk drama. Um, oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get Sue's. I did not understand that. But, like, I also thought, so, like, when when he first talks about her and, like, goes to her apartment with flowers at night and he's like, I'll wake you up with my penis, you know? Yeah. Um, first of all, funny. Uh, second of all, like, the way her voice came across in that, I was like, who is this woman? Is she, like, an older, like, she sounded very, like, she sounded like Jennifer Lopez, kind of. Yeah. She's like, baby, no, I don't know how to do her voice. Yeah. Turns out she's, like, a 23-year-old model. Yeah. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Plus, what model is named Suze? Like, Suze Orman? Yeah. You're gonna give me some financial advice? No, you're an old model Navy. Yeah. Old Navy model. <laughs> old nod. Old model Navy. Really destroyed that joke. Fuck. <laughs> you're an old Navy model. No, what did you say? A Navy old model old- Navy. An old model Navy. Son of a bitch. Son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, I, no. That was, the whole Suze thing was weird. It was weird. But, you know what I was thinking we should talk about? Yeah. The, uh, let's talk about the evolution of their relationship. Yes. Not Suze, obviously. I'm talking about Charlie and Harper. Harper. Those names go together very well. Yeah. You know? I like them. I also think Charlie is a great name. So Charlie is a good name. Yeah. 
what were we going to talk about? The evolution of their relationship. Yes. Let's get into it. Yeah. So at first they hate each other. Yeah. He's what did, the what pickle she, thief. Yes. I was like, what did she write on that post? And note? she's the dumb girl. I don't know. She it's didn't call dumb. her anything. I. Oh, oh. I was like, she's not dumb. I don't know. She, what is yeah. she? Um, <laughs> to him, at the beginning... Girl who doesn't have cash like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Who has cash on them? It's 2018. I'm 19. 2019. Jesus fucking Christ. I know. You've been saying it's 2018 for so long. Yeah. Sorry. Now you gotta get used to it. It's 2019. It's 2019. So anyway, let's see. So at the beginning, they... Uh, hate each other. Then they become I, yeah, friends. I wouldn't even say they hate each other. Wait, no, no, no. I guess we have to say they hate each other because she says that... Hate is the opposite, or the opposite of love is indifference. Yes. Whereas hate we can work with. Yes. So we'll say they dislike each other. Yes. And then when she goes to return money to him. Yes. Things start to. Heat up. Heat up. The molecules get a little warmer. They're bouncing around. (laughs) They're having a good time. Bouncing around. They're doing great things. It's a roller coaster of emotion. It is kind of a roller coaster emotion, but I think it's kind of nice because they obviously neither of them have friends at work, mm-hmm. and it's so nice to have like a buddy at work. Yeah, you know, like a bud, like someone who you can all you can like chat to about shit. Yeah, talk shit about your boss. Yeah, love it. Drama. Oh, yeah, love office drama. Who doesn't? I mean, honestly. Yeah, and then what happens after that? Well, as far I as the relationship, talk about... like the friendship. Yeah, so, like, their friendship seems to, like, really evolve quickly. You know, like, it's obviously, like, they get along very well. Mm-hmm. Even though they have all of these things that are not, like, typical, choo- like, choices for them. Yes. You know, so, like, she might be going out with golf guy and thinking that he's the type of guy that she wants. Right. But she's, like, actually... Sort of like in When Harry Met Sally, they're going out with these people who they think they want, but actually they are getting their, like, emotional intimacy kind of from one another. Oh my god, this is like When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. They hate each other. Then yeah. they're kind of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then they're friends. And they're friends. And then they fall in love. And then they fall in love. Huh. Maybe that's the recipe they were going for because they were like, mm, this is an ideal In New time. York? Duh. Oh my god. God, yeah. I know. I know. She's a journalist. <gasps> He's a investment banker. I don't know. Oh no, he did. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Well, whatever. Stupid stuff. He went to a state school, maybe. I don't yeah. know. But the thing, I guess, like if we're comparing it to that, you know how we said like all the relationship development in when Harry met Sally happens through little moments. Yeah. Do we think that happens here? No, it was through big moments. They trap their bosses in an elevator together. Yeah. That's a borderline traumatic experience. <laughs> well, for me, I'd be like, what like, if we murder them accidentally the I, whole time? I, I'd be like, what if this elevator crashes to the ground and we accidentally murdered them? Like, creepy that part, Tim has it under control, oh, but, okay? Like, remember the day after they have sex and he's like, mm-hmm. what if a serial killer saw them on the kiss cam, came and murdered them? Like, that's me. That's me. That's something I would have said. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm not like that. I would have just kept that guilt with me and <laughs> let it just simmer overnight, and then I wouldn't even have fun. I wouldn't even enjoy my life, probably. <laughs> I'd be too guilty. It feels like a personal problem. Yeah, probably. That I can't help you with. Yeah, that's true. But, <laughs> but I was going to say, like, the sort of emotional intimacy between them that develops, I mean, it develops through, like, them communicating and, like, creating plans right yeah so it's they are like creating big things though like like getting their bosses on the kiss cam and stuff like that yes. but but they're like learning to enjoy one another through just like being at a baseball game you know mm, so like yes. in a way it's kind of like that but yes. it's also not because then there's like the party but i was thinking we should talk about the dancing scene where they yes. dance at the engagement party, because that reminded me of when Harry met Sally. Yes. Then see their faces. And then he, with the pizza afterwards? The pizza! Yeah. Okay, first of all, the whole thing with the pizza was amazing. Yeah. Because so, so many of us feel that way about pizza. Yeah. 
And we're like, don't tilt it because the cheese will fall off. Yeah. You hold it upright. You keep that like a baby. Don't let the smell out. You know, yeah. like, I thought that was really funny. Um, and a very accurate portrayal of a millennial woman. Yeah. This mm-hmm. whole movie, I was like, this is like the feeling of being a millennial. This is so what hard. it's like to be a millennial. Yeah. Oh, like, you know that article that just came out on, I don't know, whatever, the one that was like, millennials are the most overworked generation? Oh, I haven't read that. Oh my god. It's basically like, so many people are like, millennials are not the most overworked generation. Oh my god, yeah. But it's like, movies like this come out, and it's like, literally, I know it's so, so many people who are like, personal assistants, mm-hmm. or like, whatever, executive, like, entry-level jobs, where literally, they do this. Overworked and, and underpaid. Yeah, and they're... Expected to do way more than like any other generation was. Yeah, and like the whole part That's where so she, true. where they're like, like all the appointments that she was canceling, and then like and having <laughs> to reschedule and being like, if and at the beginning when it's like, if I don't get this upstairs in two minutes, I'm gonna be fired. Yeah, literally. It's and like we get is, so stressed about that stuff because no like, one has a job. No yeah. one has a job. Like, yeah. No one has a good job. No one has a job that they want in the field that they want. And that's what I'm mad. Capitalism is the worst. Yeah. Retweet. God. I, yeah. This whole movie just made me feel about that article. I'm like, yeah, that article is 100% correct. This want is literally to read that. all my friends. I really want to read that. And I think that's really interesting because so many of, like, the older generations you'll hear them say things like, oh, like, you guys just don't work as hard. Like, you just don't have, like, the aspirations that we have. Like, you just need to go get a nine-to-five or, like, do this. And I'm like, we're working crazy shit. Yeah. Like, we're doing all kinds of things. Like, we, like, so many millennials I know have, like, four different jobs. Exactly. I know a lot of people who, like, literally work two to three jobs, not even. And they're like, you guys just want to, like, you know... Buy avocados. Succeed immediately and have avocado toast every day. And I'm like, that's literally not the case. Like, yeah. Everyone I know is working crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Literally. But Even the people who are like working quote unquote nine to fives are then at home working, doing all this other kinds of stuff for them. Yeah. Or like people who. Or like their nine to five such- is like, you know, they end up. St- yeah. Getting in early and then They're leaving from, after everyone else. It's like 7 to 9. Yeah, basically. And then it's like they're looking into side hustles because they can't afford to live in that city. Yeah. You know, because things are just so expensive. Like, yeah, it, it's like that or it's like all these employers expect. So it's like applying for an entry-level job and then they want five years of, like, experience anyways. Yeah, oh my god. G- applying for entry-level jobs and having them say entry-level two to five years of experience. Yeah. I'm like... Well, how the hell do you enter? I know. I saw a social media, like, manager yep. post, and mm-hmm. it was like, you have to have been, like, 10 years of social media management. And I'm like, what did you want me to be an expert at MySpace 10 years ago? I know. I'm, I like, like, what the fuck? What was there? <laughs> what like, was it 10 years ago? Like, 2009, I literally. literally don't understand. Like... We didn't even have iPhones then. I know. I, I This stuff drives me crazy, like, what... I guess the older generations expect of this younger generation coming in and I'm like the standards are just getting higher and higher and higher and like that's just going to create even more disparity yeah between like and it's all about connections yeah and like, which is ridiculous freaking fraternity connections exactly. and you're a acrostic and get a promotion for no reason exactly like, and then that other part where it's like sh- like that all girl all the white is, guys I know are like that well even though Lucy Liu when she was like gonna be a mentor to that other Dartmouth grad oh. and then she's like literally her personal assistant has been there like asking yeah. to be mentored and mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff is God, really frustrating. God, this is, like, now extremely triggering me right now. <laughs> we should calm oh down. God, we really should. God, this feels, oh like, God. extremely Ooh. personal, and I'm stressed now. It is. Let's talk about something not stressful. Love. Romance. <laughs> <laughs> Romance. Woo! Okay, um... How do you like them as a couple? I love them as a couple. Wait, right? we're talking about the young ones, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The young ones. Yeah, not the bosses. <laughs> yes. I. Um, the bosses I hated as they, a couple. They, they, they don't have any chemistry also. They don't. Which and it was like, just weird. How do you not have chemistry with Lucy Liu? Yeah. And they both had like alpha male personalities. Yeah. And I was like, this is never going to work in real life, you know? Yeah. Sorry. Um, like men like that just cannot. Men like that suck. Men, like, men like that only date, like, 20-year-old women who have, so like, n- 
no personality or interests or goals or aspirations of their own. Mm-hmm. Hot tip for all the men in the world. Um, don't be a dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick like Rick. Yeah, Rick is the dick. Rick is a dick. And also the fucking part where it's like, oh yeah, he throws out scotch when it's under two, any liquor that's under $200. I know. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, but like... I want to be the assistant in that situation. Yeah, for I'm sure. like, if you throw that up, give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Right. But, yeah. I think they were not a good couple. And no, also, no. I really love Lucy Liu. And I actually really like the role she was in in this. Me I think too. it was really interesting. And I think she was a badass. And I think, like, all her motivations and everything makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. even though she's a, a fucking bitch to her personal assistant, like, that's something I would see, Yeah, you but, know? but like she says, she says, I'm only cunty to you so that, like, if I'm, so that whatever you go out and do in this world, if I want to be, like, the worst of it so that you're prepared. Yeah. Which is, I mean, in a way super nice, but also, like, don't. <laughs> yeah. Be nicer. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like. That is just going to create burnout and, like, I yeah. don't know. And so many people burn out so young now. Yeah. Like, that thing I posted the other day was, like, already burning out. Already fizzling out. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> but, yeah. anyways, I like them as a couple. The youngs. Yes. The, the youngs, youngs as a couple. I think they have really good chemistry. They do. Mm-hmm. They really do have I know. And I thought that they're, like, final kiss and everything. It was very satisfying. It was very satisfying. I thought it was shot very well. Like, unlike whenever Billy Crystal kissed someone and when Harry met Sally, I always found a- felt a little uncomfortable for some reason. It's because... I don't, like, I don't like the way he kisses, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think also, like, romance scenes, they need to be filmed spot yeah. on nowadays. Because yeah. there's just so many of them. Mm-hmm. We're oversaturated in the kissing market. <laughs> we already had Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey. That's very true. So we need, yeah, we, like, we're expecting heightened romance, High a little caliber bit porny. Mm, <laughs> softcore. A little bit, yes. <laughs> of course. Obviously. Yeah. 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 No, I, I like really liked their final scene. I just thought they had very good chemistry. I think it was particularly evident in the engagement party. Pizza scene. Yes. Well, the engagement party, like, dancing. Yes. And then the whole pizza thing. Yes. Like, getting the pizza, getting up to the thing. And also, it was really funny how, like, pizzas showed up at the party. Yeah. It was great. And I, yeah, I just, I really liked both of those characters. I think also, like, um, the character that, Charlie. Yes. I think he's interesting to me because I feel like I've met him a thousand times. Yeah. You know, like, I've met that guy. The problem is the people I've met who I, like, put into that character, I'm like... It's going to take them more till when they get to 20. They're, they're going to need till 38 to act like an adult. Yeah. You know, whereas, I think like... he... The difference between him and, like, the kind of business school guys that you know right now mm-hmm. is that he's had, like, 10 years of humility being just yeah. thrown at him relentlessly. I don't know how long he's had that job. Also... he's had three years. Yeah. So at least three years of being, like, a fucking shit scraping assistant yeah which will do wonders for you (laughs) exactly and i think that's what is different is that he has a lot more empathy because he understands like how fucking hard like he's had like the worst job it's like when people work retail or work restaurants and then they're so real you know they tip like a fucking good human being Mm -hmm. or like in retail they don't scream at like yeah. retail workers. So I think yeah. he has that like humility, which mm-hmm. is, makes him different than like these banking yeah. bros out All there. All the IB guys. Fucking suck. Yeah. Fucking literally Harvard. Don't talk to me if you're an investment bank. Don't talk to me if you went to Yale. Unless you want to Venmo me. I'm at Christina Dash Archer. <laughs> I'm Sarah Kelly twelve. <laughs> Venmo me five dollars for an investment banker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, five hundred. Um anyway. <laughs> but they have really good they have really good chemistry and I think They do. And I think also- apart from his lack of chin. Yeah. I don't, but I but I do find him very charming and I would 
He has like an old school charm about him. Yeah, like you know I what would I mean? probably be attracted to him via his personality. Yeah. And I would just have to live without the chin. Yeah. But I feel like, oh my God, I just, like his, now that I'm thinking about it, he has like a very like, like almost 1950s yeah, no, like, yeah. kind of feel about him. That would be really cool to see him in a role like that. The Guernsey Literary and Potato oh, Peel Society. Oh my god. He, he was up. a dick in that movie though. Because uh, oh. he's the fiance. Oh, yeah. I know who he is in that. Yeah, he's like I can the, see it now. Yeah, he's like the dick boyfriend. Yeah. But that's a different movie for a different yeah, time. Well, that's not a rom-com, though. That's a rom-drama. It's a historical rom-drama, which I also love. I also do, too. Yeah. <laughs> I literally Very. love historical... His, historico? Historico. Historico. Politico. Axios. Yeah. <laughs> I love a period piece. Obviously. Who doesn't? Duh. I love a good World War II romance. Mm. Oh. Mm. oh. I love a good, like... Victorian era. Huh. Like. They have to poop outside? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love all that stuff. I love, like, Mary Queen of Scots. Ugh. I can't wait to see that movie. Gonna love it. Haven't had the time yet. Who does? It's okay. <laughs> My it's mom did. My mom saw it. Oh, Gail. That baby boomer. That's because Just she's... kidding. She's not from this country, so. Is she, um, uh... Did she watch it because she was like, mm, Scotland? Uh, I think she wanted to see it, not just because Scotland. That makes sense, too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. remember what she said. All right, that's okay. a good point. You got me there. <laughs> that's a valid argument. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, should we talk about Zoe Deutsch? How do you say her name? Deutsch. Deutsch. Zoe, I don't know. Zoe Deutsch. I have again. no fucking idea. Should we talk about her? I love her. I want to give her, like, lots of credit because I think that she was very good. I think so, too. I think she was just, like, super believable. This movie could have easily verged into Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Oh, God, it could. I didn't even think about that. But she was, like, a raging feminist. Yes. Well, she's, like, all of us. Yeah, she was a raging feminist, and I think the only thing that made her manic is that she had, like, a ton of energy the whole movie. Yeah, she's always like, ah, ah, I've got things to do. She's just squirrely. Yeah. She is squirrely. But I also love a good, like, kind of neurotic, squirrely, romantic lead. You kind of are like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was born exactly a month after me. Wow. That's super cool. Love you, girl. Nice. But that makes her a Scorpio, I think. What day? November 10th? Yes. That is a Scorpio. Wow! She was on the Sweet Life on deck. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Me neither. I don't remember anything she's been been in. Dirty Grandpa. I didn't watch Before Dirty I Grandpa. Before I Fall, I heard of, but I never oh, saw. Oh, I did watch Why Vampire Him. Academy? Oh my god, Did I you watch this. Why Him? No. With James Franco? Mm-mm. It was weird. Brian Cranston's the dad. She's and been in a lot. she's fucking James Franco, who's, like, ten years older than her. And Weird. that's the whole movie, is that James Franco is, like, extremely rich, and wow. she is not, and... Don't like that. It was weird. It was a weird movie. She was also in The Disaster Artist. God, she's she been really in literally so much. She, this girl is working. Yeah, good Maybe for you. Maybe that's why she's so believable, is because she is literally working her ass off just like she was in this movie. But also, I don't know... Like, I've, she's, like, that's one, two, three... Hold up. Four. Five movies came out in 2017 that she was in. Damn. That's crazy. What the fuck? That's awesome. Good for you. Damn. But Respect. also, the only two movies I've seen her in is Why Him and This, and she had very similar roles. Oh, that's interesting. Like, they had very similar personalities, like, idealistic. Probably a type cast, though. Kind of. Yeah, she's just, like, kind of idealistic mm. and, like... Lots of energy. Yeah. Which could also just be, like, her. Like, part maybe. of me is, like, I love to say, like, oh, Hugh Grant plays the same role in every movie and be snobby about it. And then yeah. I'm like, you know, that's not always their fault. It's and like also, typecast. it's kind of nice. Yeah, and I love that about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's why I watch all of those movies, because yeah. I love that role. But, like, <clears throat> you know, also, like, you got typecast, and that's the roles that you fit, and that's the roles that people want you for, so... She's Ain't nothing but money. a thing. It's part of life. She's making money. She's um, doing it. I love do we her. have any fun facts about this? Um, I haven't looked for any. Yet. Oh, me neither. Okay, good. good. Give me a sec. We'll give it a googs. Give it a googs. Set it up. This movie could have used a hundred percent more 
Lucille. I know I've said it, but I'll say it again. So oh, true. here we go. I have a good one. Glenn Powell's grandmother can be seen in the crowd at the Yankees game. I love that. I love that. Um... Oh, they previously starred together in another movie called Everybody Wants Some. I oh. haven't seen that. Uh, Whoa. Zoe Deutsch's mother is Leah Thompson? Did you know that? Who's Wait, what? Leah Thompson, like, Back to the Future Leah Thompson. Oh. Did not know that. Like, I think she's Marty McFly's mom. Lorraine Baines. Yeah, she's later. Yeah, she's she's Marty McFly's like mom in the past. Wow, that's weird. In the past, you mean like she's not anymore? No, she was like her like the you know in Back to the Future. Oh, oh. she's like the young mom. <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Sorry, I was like Leah Thompson is her mom. I didn't know that. Leah Thompson was also in Sierra Burgess. Yes. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's really crazy. I did not, they don't I'm look not, alike to me, so. I, yeah, they're in the eyes they do, I think. I wanted more Lucy Liu in this movie. I know you did. I also feel that way. Um, the girl who wrote this also wrote How to, uh, sorry, How to Be Single and Heart, Hot Pursuit. Oh, hell yeah. And I liked I, How to Be Single. Yeah, me too. That's what I was going to say. I thought it was good. I, I really liked it. I think she's really good at writing. So the person who wrote this, her name is uh, blah, 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 Katie Silberman. I think, she, I think this is kind of cool because I um, I think she's a pretty good writer based off the other things that she's been a part mm-hmm. of, How to Be Single and this. I think she's pretty good at like writing for millennials. Yes, I agree. And that's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to do it so it's not corny and it's still endearing. Mm-hmm. And this movie definitely pulled that off. Yeah. I I just, I thought it was just so well done. Yeah. I mean, there were, like, bits and pieces where I was, like, didn't like the way it was edited. It was <laughs> random. But I would just, I was just sort of like, oh, that was a weird transition. Like, a choppy editing yeah. job. Like, just, like, a, like, tiny little pieces here and there. But... I thought, in general, like, the whole thing, just the way it all came together, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. And it was very enjoyable to watch and did not at all feel like, um, leap year, which felt like a waste of two fucking hours of my life. Yes. This felt like a good use of an hour and 45 minutes. It's Not nice. too long, not too short. Felt great. It felt like taking a really good shower. You know, it felt refreshing, but also familiar. Yeah, when you come out of it, you're, like, feeling good. Yeah. Feeling like, you know, the cold air on the skin now. Yeah. Things are good. Feeling fresh. Feeling like I exfoliated. Feeling like love is ahead for me. Positive vibes Feeling all around. like my career is not doomed. Your career isn't doomed, and also you too may meet if you are a straight cisgendered woman may meet another straight cisgendered man with no chin mm-hmm. and maybe you'll fall in love and maybe you guys won't be assistants anymore but you'll have little babies with no chins yeah yeah or you don't have to have children you know maybe whatever, only if you whatever's want. good for you yeah whatever you want to do you're a millennial you don't have to do anything you're a millennial <laughs> you do it what's our audience probably all millennials, millennials. yeah let's wrap this puppy up all right wrap it up how did we feel I felt amazing. Felt good. I felt refreshed and positive and a little chinless. Yeah. But I felt good about it. Felt good. I, felt, I felt like I could look past the chin and into his soul. Yeah. I feel like I could look past um, his... The washer just went off. Oh, is it making a huge difference? Yeah. It's okay, though. Okay. It just was like, what happened? <laughs> uh, it's, no, it's no big deal. Um, I feel like I could look past the fact that he's a white dude and see the money within him <laughs> and then fall in love with him. <gasps> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here for it. And see his humility. I loved it. Yeah. I think this was a vanilla movie for cisgendered straight people, and honestly, yeah. I enjoyed it. Same. I feel like if, if this is, if you're looking for basic millennial rom-com this is a good this is the one for you this is a good start this is a good friday night not wearing pants yeah chilling at home not ready to watch something scary because i I, you know by myself yeah exactly you know this is like a a feel good it's definitely a feel-good movie yeah loved it but it's extremely satisfying 
if you're looking for like diversity, twists and turns, I don't Lucy know, a little bit more it. social conscious, social awareness, this isn't really going to do it for you. But it's okay because it was a good feel good movie. Loved it. Loved it. Like I said, loved it. Well, Our only criticism is more Lucy Liu. Every movie with Lucy Liu needs more, more Lucy, Lucy Liu. Why would you waste your budget on not ex- using her to the most that she possibly can be in? Oh, yeah. All right. Anyways, well, thanks, thanks for, for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, hopefully the quality was a lot better. And let me know what you guys think of the new mic slash this movie. I want to know what your thoughts are. Yeah, if you want to email us at romcomsweveloved at gmail.com, you can also get in touch with us on Instagram at romcomsweveloved, or you can tweet us at to all the romcoms. Yes. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Thanks be sure, for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, and be sure to like participate in our uh, polls and this or that's and um, whatever. whatever else comes up on our social media, so... We will talk to you guys next week. So, yeah, uh, have a podcast time. produced by. Oh, uh, yeah, this podcast is produced by me, Christina Archer, and Sarah Kelly brings the charisma. I do. Um, she really does. Uh, and I appreciate her for that. Yes. And the music, as always, was created by Ian Boyd of Sweet Cassie. So, check them out, but mostly listen to our podcast. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Love Wait, you guys. That's for YouTube. Whatever you know the drill. You know, yeah. Give us a give us a five star review. A little drop us a note. Yeah, things are good. All right, all right. See you next week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>